Chris Merrill, Joe Heisinga. It's the Chris and Joe Show. Afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News. I'm Chris Merrill. He is Joe Heisinga. I did the prep today. He did not. Hmm. Unbelievable. So behind the scenes, this morning, uh, Joe sends me a text and he says, hey, what are you thinking for the show today? And I said, did you see this bombshell that came out in the uh, on AZ Central? And he said, hmm. And I said, Joe, it was huge. Our friends at, uh, at the Republic, uh, who have been on the program before, Robert Anglin and Elena Santa Cruz, they're the ones that broke the Gilbert Goon story. I said, Joe, did you see their bombshell? He said, hmm. I said, it's, Joe, you got to see it. And so he said, yeah, I saw the headline. Mm-hmm. Headline, Joe, mm-hmm. this is what you did see. Cover-up of Preston Lord's fatal beating began minutes after attack, former employee says. Yeah, I see that. Woo! At no point did that pique your curiosity. At no point did you think, hmm, maybe I will peruse this. Instead, you said, I've got meetings I need to attend today. Yeah, I mean, I've got your text right here. It's, uh, did you see the juicy story juicy. Ab- about the Goons Lord case that so juicy. Robert and Elena just dropped? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Amazing. That's four punctuations. Exclamation point. And another. And I responded, I did not yet. I'm headed to work and I'm going to dive in right now. Okay, so here, can I just tell you what what it was all about? This is crazy. Yeah. We've been wondering for a while if there was something going on behind the scenes with the parents. And I kind of understand from the standpoint of a parent, first, I understand that from the standpoint of somebody who's in trouble. I've been in trouble before, and your mind just starts going in a thousand different places. How am I going to get out of this? Right. So this is what happens as soon as those kids knew that things got out of hand. Right. As soon as they knew that they couldn't control the fishtail anymore and they were they were spinning 360s down the road, Mm -hmm. metaphorically speaking, as soon as they knew that they were in trouble, that the horse had left the barn. So is that the moment when Preston Lord died? I think it's mm, yeah, somewhere around there, at least when they knew that it was more than just we beat a kid up. Mm -hmm. Right. The minute they knew that they were in adult trouble is the minute they had the uh oh moment in their minds. Mm -hmm. The parents find out about this stuff and that's when they immediately go into uh oh mode. Okay. All right. So we're finding out that what we believe to be the case is that they're in uh oh mode, but they're also wealthy. So they're probably calling lawyers and things like this, but people don't, they're not real smart. When adrenaline is calling the shots, they're not real smart. And this is what we find out from the article. So um, Robert and Elena get a hold of this uh, woman in Chandler, and she worked for this media company. All right. So it's a media company slash CEO consulting slash mixed martial arts. Yeah. As Chris sits here and really does. What he think is either good or bad. Hire us. Karate. To consult your CEO. And fight like a champion at your company. Can you just do this for a little while longer? So, all of a sudden, uh, this woman says she's an executive assistant. And Robert and Ella get a hold of her. And they said, uh, hey, what's the story here? We got a phone call from a guy. We got a, we got a, a note from a guy, an email or whatever, mm-hmm. from a guy who says he used to be your boss and says that you were 
uh, committing financial fraud at the company. And you're thinking, what does this have to do with the goons? Right? Mm-hmm. What does this have to do with this goons case? Okay. So come to find out the guy that sent the email was the partner of Travis Renner. Now, that name may not ring a bell, but it should. It does ring a bell. It does ring a bell. It does ring a bell. Ring a bell. I remember this from previous stuff. cases. Okay. So Travis Renner is one of the guys whose house was raided by the police a week after Preston Lord died. Yeah, he's an adult. He's a grown-up. He's 50, yeah. right? His One of his sons is Kyler. When they raided the joint... Kyler ends up, like, there's drug charges levied against him. Yeah, I don't have my goons chart in front of me, but Uh I do recall seeing a couple Renner names. I remember that there was, dad was arrested and then also a son was arrested as well. I want to say on, like, drug charges. That's what it was, right. But also, I think the son got arrested, according to the article that that, uh, uh, Elena and, and Robert put out, he also had arrests related to other goons attacks, Mm -hmm. not the Preston Lord thing, right? Yep. Uh, but also the mom is the one who ran the the OHM fitness joint that the the franchise came through and said, we're taking this away from mm-hmm. you, right? Yes. So that was their place that got raided. Yeah, the whole town of Gilbert has been after this family and has tried to, you know, right. I guess scare them out of town or shut them down, the, however you want to put the it. The Gilbert community is pretty sure this family has something to do with some shady stuff going on around the goons. And all right? I've heard all kinds of rumors about this family being involved with Preston Lord's so, attack and subsequent death. Travis Renner, his business partner is Adam Kiefer. Okay. Okay. So they're the ones that run this uh, media company slash CEO consulting slash mixed martial arts. And very interesting company. And according to this woman, uh, what's her name? Ashley Reynolds, I believe is her name. Okay. Ashley Reynolds says this is the woman who Robert and Elena talked to. The reporters from the Republic talked to, right? Uh huh. The executive assistant. Okay. She says, huh. Those guys came in and they immediately started talking about the trouble that Renner's kid was in, that he was involved in the Preston Lord beating. And they enlisted her, who's an employee, to help out in trying to cover his tracks. They said, look, we got we to gotta make it look like he wasn't even in town. So they said, listen, uh, 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 why don't you backdate some information? Travis, you take your kid, you go up to your cabin in Sholo because they're they're rich white people, slave cabins in Sholo. So they were like, go up to your cabin in Sholo and hide out so that your son's hand can heal. Why is the son's hand in need of healing? From beating another kid mm-hmm. literally to death. Preston Lord. Right. Okay. So they said, you get out of town, we'll backdate your calendar to make it look like you weren't here. And they're saying that this this tied back to the kid I think you mentioned, Kyler? Or- no, this would Kyler was the older brother. So this is another This is a different kid. Okay. Is what we're what we're hearing. Good question. Another Renner kid. Another Ren I don't know if the last name is Renner or not. We don't know the names of the of the kids. But they did say, it's funny you mentioned the name. They said, I got an idea. Why don't we pin this on another kid with the same first name? And then when the cops say, it'll confuse the cops. Like, listen, I get that the Queen Creek police haven't had other murder investigations, but I don't think they're that confusing. No, no, it's spelled differently, but it sounds the same. So it'd be like if the kid's name, and by the way, we verified this, the kid's name is not 
Chris. But it'd be like if you were to, and we're going to use my name as an example. Uh-huh. It'd be like if if I said, uh, if you said, hey, I think Chris did it. And because I was like. C-H-R-I-S versus a K-R-I-S. Right. I think Chris did it. And I was like, uh, not me. It must have been the K-R-I-S, Chris. Not not me. And I don't have anything to do with that. I was just practicing my mixed martial arts. It's not me at all. Right? You're going to hurt yourself. I am. There. I'm doing the karate. If you're at KTAR.com, you can see my karate chopping. So. She says, I've been involved in this cover-up. I didn't want to be, but they've been covering this up since right after it happened. Because again, Elena and Robert, the reporters from the Republic, you're saying only reached out to this lady because Renner's business partner alleged that she was up to some shady stuff. So she says that basically they got worried about her being loose lip sync ships. Uh-huh. So they brought up, they, they, they concocted this idea to try to ruin her credibility and claim that she was defrauding their company. And then, because they're so smart, reached out to the Republic to say, hey, we've got a juicy story for you. Uh, we've got an employee that was stealing money. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> they don't care. Unless you have an employee that is stealing Boku bucks from a public entity or some other high-profile entity, nobody cares about embezzlement from some rinky-dink karate-chopping CEO consulting slash social media company, but which, by also, the way, pick a lane. They're investigative journalists, and they probably, I'm guessing based on what you're saying, started to connect some dots, and they go, this guy works for a business <laughs> that's connected to the Renner dad. You got it. Why are they bringing up this lady who we've never even heard of and saying that she is, would you say, defrauding this yeah, company? Yeah, financial fraud. Right. I got to tell you, we get tips all the time from somebody like, oh, I work with a guy that's stealing some money and uh, I think he's gotten over $10,000 from, I don't care. Uh, I think he stole, uh, I think he ripped it off from the mini golf course. Nobody cares. But if all of a sudden Charlie Manson followers call me and say somebody else is doing something wrong, well, I'm going to go talk to them about Charlie Manson. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, it's not a fair comparison, but you have to wonder, like, listen, dude, your name is already wrapped up in this stuff and now you're bringing attention to it. Not a great plan. So now that you know kind of the ins and outs of this, why should we believe her? Right. After all, it's an executive assistant who's been accused of fraud, who's telling a tale of conspiracy and cover up and murder. And there's a little bit of me that feels like, is this too Hollywood? And I want to dive into why we should or should not believe her with our Where's the Why. That is next in the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. All right, I'm Chris Merrill. He's Joe Heisinga, KTAR News. Joe, I laid out the story of the executive assistant in the East Valley who claims that her bosses, Travis Renner and Adam Kiefer, were conspiring to cover up the runner son, juvenile son's involvement in the Preston Lord murder, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of a twisted tale, and it is juicy. takes takes a hot minute for me to be able to describe it. But in the end, one of her bosses, Adam Kiefer, sends a message to the Arizona Republic and says, hey, one of my employees was stealing money. You guys should do a big story on her. Nobody cares except that We know your name, dude, because you're tied to this other guy whose family was just raided in Gilbert Goon's investigations. So now, had he not said anything, chances are nobody would have talked to this executive assistant. 
she was not on anybody's radar until, I mean, the police had talked to her. But until this guy told media, hey, you should come talk to her, nobody had any idea. I didn't know if she was on a witness list. Did you? Why did the police talk to her? How did they get her name and info? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't think that the story talked about how the police did, but I do know that the police had spoken with her, and they said that basically what she had to say corroborated much of what they already knew. So maybe she reached out to the cops? Could be. She said she told police that drugs were a frequent topic of conversation at the media company. She said that Kiefer joked with staff about it, often referring to Travis Renner's drug use. She provided screenshots of text messages that included references to MDMA. So she had receipts. Right. So she's showing the receipts um, and she had talked to, again. She talked to other officers. I'm kind of skipping around the story mm-hmm. a little bit. But remember, her bosses do say, well, she was accused that, that she had been committing these financial theft, defrauding the company. the company. Right. Now, I should also state that there was state. Listen to me. I sound like a cop. But I should state for the record. Okay, so this morning I'm looking at the story. You should just stick to Kung, <clears throat> kung Fu over there. I was very good at my mixed martial arts slash CEO consulting business. So from the mixed martial arts slash CEO consulting slash social media business, uh, he posted on his Facebook a, a video about how uh, she's no longer with us. Uh, she's under investigation for fraud. That video has since been removed. In fact, I believe the whole social media was uh Shut down today. Hmm. Uh, but since I looked at it this morning, Pablo's trying to go on the Wayback Machine and see if he can find the, the audio on that. But he has not yet been able to. But here you've got somebody, single mother of five, who's claiming this grand conspiracy. One of the people she claims is involved in this conspiracy says, you can't trust her. Look, she's she's the one that should be invested. She is under investigation, says this dude. So my question, Joe, is do you trust her? And I think it's a reasonable why for us to be asking. If somebody who claims to be a whistleblower, what does she have to gain? Yeah, I trust her because Robert and Elena, at least one of them or both of them, they're the ones who did the reporting here. Yeah. Uh, they talked to her and they seem to have vetted her. And based on what you just told me, what do you, like you just said, what do you have to gain from coming forward and spilling on this if you were you know, defrauding a company. It just seems very, very odd. Like, yeah, I, I you tr- think you just shut your mouth, right? Yeah. Like, listen, if you think I was defrauding the company, talk to my lawyers. It makes right? a lot more sense to me that it would seem like she was kind of being set up than that she actually would have done that and then said, hey, okay, yeah, I will talk to you. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time in history that someone's tried to ruin the credibility of a witness against them, mm-hmm. right? Um. So my gut tells me that this is a situation where you have some people who are wealthy. Desperately trying to protect a loved one. Uh, a, yeah, a young mm-hmm. man's life in this case. And I think that they believe that they're too smart. Oh, and I think they're also trying to protect their own business interests here, too. Well, that's a good point. They already see what happened to Renner's wife, who you point out, who ran Lost the, her franchise the, affiliation. The health and fitness kind of uh-huh. business that she oh. ran. And I think they probably worry that some of that could happen to them, too. Yeah, potentially. Old fitness broke up with her. And now, I should I should mention, too, that Robert and Elena, the reporters for the Republic, reached out to Kiefer, who reached out to them in the first place. And said, listen, we want to follow up. We heard her story. We want to follow up with her. And now he's not talking to them. Now, he's not going to sit down and do an interview with them. Yeah. I thought that was curious. That looks kind of shady. <clears throat> so I thought about. Has Renner said anything about her? 
No, I don't believe there's anything on. I don't think there's anything on the record. Like, like the father, the father, I mean, yeah. the yeah, yeah, business yeah. owner. Yeah, I don't think there's anything on the record from him. Mm-hmm. So, got a lot of allegations, and here's how I see this: either Kiefer is being framed by his former partner and the executive assistant for something he didn't do because they're trying to cover up their own misdeeds. So maybe he's saying uh, it wasn't me. And and they're like, ah, uh-huh, I got an idea. So maybe Renner and this executive assistant are saying, ah, well, let's pin everything on on Kiefer, who has nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Seems far fetched, right? But that would mean that Renner is throwing Kiefer under the bus. Doesn't have any motivation to do that. So why would he do that? Yeah, they're business partners, right? Right. Um, and that would also mean that that Reynolds, the executive assistant, went through a ton of trouble to create a paper trail in order to tie somebody to a crime who didn't have any other apparent connection whatsoever. Like Kiefer had nothing to do with anything until he sort of injected himself into it by talking to his business partner about how to hide things, according to what Reynolds is saying. The other thing is, is it possible nobody's lying? Is it possible that Kiefer did help Renner cover up the kid's involvement in a murder, but at the same time, Reynolds was potentially committing fraud because she's a professional con artist, which is what Kiefer said about Reynolds. Is that possible? Maybe. I mean, it's not crazy to think that you have dubious people attracted to other dubious people. But it does seem really strange to me that if you're a professional con artist, like they claim she is, why choose them as her mark? Right? A mix, a media mixed martial arts CEO consulting company seems a bit unorganized. Yeah, right? I'm like, with you. I mean, well, she did used to work there, so isn't that, you know, why you'd potentially choose them as your mark? You work there, so they're an easy target. That's where you spend your time. But why would you defraud them in the first place? Like, they say that she defrauded them, that she's a professional con artist. If that's the case, why would the professional con artist pick such a screwy company that I got to believe their accounts receivables are not not blowing anybody's socks off. I think you could argue that's one of the worst places to pick because she works there. Won't, wouldn't it be easy to turn around and pin it on her? Yeah. Yeah. Again, it not real well thought out if that's the case. So that leads me to think she's telling the truth. Yeah. And I keep coming to that because part of it's because of the way that she's telling the story, she's not really embellishing. Right? I mean, even when she's asked about the Gilbert Goons specifically, she even says, you know what, they never said the words Gilbert Goons. Like it'd be easy to say, Oh yeah, they said goons. She she even said, No, they never said that. There's there are details that have come out since everything that she's talking about, right? But mm-hmm. she's not filling in any blanks in her story with information that I'm sure she's learned since. She's simply saying, no, uh, Renner took his kid and they went to, to Sholo for a week at the cabin and they hid out. She's not saying anything about the search warrant that was executed at the house. She's not saying anything about Kiefer visiting them or sending food there or anything. Like, she's not embellishing this story whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And she takes blowback. Think about this. If you're trying to cover up your own crime, like fraud that Kiefer is, a, is accusing her of doing, you wouldn't really implicate yourself in something that is as bad or worse, would you? Uh, no. No. So I'm stuck with going, it just doesn't, it doesn't add up. Like for her to... Wouldn't you just not talk at all? That would be my go-to is get a lawyer and don't and talk don't to talk the at journalists. All. At the very least, and again, I'm inclined to believe her because I don't feel like she's hiding anything. Well, and 
to your point, what you just said, she's coming forward with something that's potentially a whole lot worse than what she was accused of. Absolutely. So we'll ask you, we'll open up the phones. 602-277-KTAR. Do you believe the executive assistant that says that there was a conspiracy to cover up going on? Uh, 602-277-KTAR. 602-277-KTAR. Do you believe Ashley Reynolds in this case? Now, now that there's an accusation of a cover-up, you got to believe that we're going to see the cops move, right? Or maybe the, the county attorney. You're going to hear the reason that charges should be coming sooner rather than later. That is next in the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. I don't even want to call it a whistleblower. Maybe. Maybe you call it a witness. We're just finding out more from the, what I would call the conspiracy after the murder of Preston Lord. And I don't mean to be too salacious about this. Uh, Joe Heisinga had an opportunity to uh, peruse the great work that Robert Anglin and uh, Elena Santa Cruz wrote up. Now, they are the reporters for the Republic that have been covering the story from the beginning. They're the ones that connected the dots on the Gilbert goons when the cops hadn't even done that yet. So kudos to them. They get a note from a guy, Adam Kiefer, who operates a, a couple of businesses that have no apparent relationship. One uh, media business, one CEO consulting, and another mixed martial arts, which makes for strange bedfellows, I suppose. <laughs> uh, just the same, uh, he reached out and said, hey, uh, Arizona Republic, you should know I have a former employee who stole money from me. And the Arizona Republic goes, we don't care. Listen, crime like that happens all over the place. You don't report on that stuff unless it has uh, public interest. Is that fair to say, Joe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like if we, get, we get phone calls all the time, and it'll, a lot of the time it'll be a crackpot that says, hey, you should look into something that's going on here, whatever it is. It's usually someone at work that feels like they've been wrong. So-and-so got locked up for something. The cops showed up here and hauled them off, and they had no business doing so. Something, like right? But unless we uncover that you've got, you know, a, a higher-up has been embezzling $100,000 from a or something like that, right? Now, all of a sudden, it's we've got a public interest story. incredibly rare, though, that we're going to... We're not investigative journalists here. We right. don't have the time to do weeks and weeks of digging. And we still get a bunch of those crap To phone get calls. to the bottom of those things. So these guys get a phone call from a guy that says, hey, you should look into this because uh, I, had business, I had money stolen from my business. The only reason I'm telling... Now, we'll ask uh, Robert. We've reached out and we've, we've asked Robert. He was busy today and he couldn't do it. And, and uh, Elena is on, on assignment uh, and unavailable as well. So we reached out and, and hoping to get the word from them, but I got a feeling they never would have followed up on this had it not been for the fact that it came from this this tip came from a guy who's connected to one of the most prevalent names in the Gilbert Goons cases and the the Preston Lord cases case, excuse me, and that is the the Renner family. Mm-hmm. So Travis Renner. Arrested for drug possession after a search warrant was executed on his home November 6th. His wife, Becky Renner, who used to own Ohm Fitness, the Ohm Fitness split because of everything that was going on around their names. And you and I even talked about this at the time, Joe. We said, boy, that's strange. She hasn't been indicted for anything. She hasn't been arrested for anything. And already the franchiser has said, we're cutting ties with her. That's a little strange. Uh, is it franch- franchisee? Franchise? Franchiser or franchisee? The franchise, whatever. Said, forget it, we're out. The search warrant was executed on their house. Their uh, One of their sons, not the one that this whistleblower is claiming, 
uh, was also arrested for having ties to the Gilbert Goons and for drug possession. They also claimed drug sales, according to the reporting here. Mm-hmm. So had it not been for these names popping up and, and like being red flags, I don't think that they ever would have contacted this executive assistant uh, about a uh, you know financial fraud of a small business in East Valley. So I think this begs a couple questions. Yeah. First one, let's tackle these one by one here. Yeah. Do you think this is the only cover up or, you know, alleged cover up that we're going to learn is going on here? Because th- this lady, um, Ashley Reynolds. Yeah, I knew yeah. Ashley was her first name. Yeah. But if you just say Ashley, like yeah, Ms. Yeah. Reynolds yeah. is alleging that there was a cover up here by this parent to, you know, keep his kid out of trouble. Yep. Do you think this is the only cover up that we're going to learn about? Or do you think there no. are going to be others? I think there will likely be more. I got a lot of goons. I don't know how many, I don't know how many potential future cover-ups will seem this elaborate. Mm -hmm. The idea of altering digital records to indicate that the boy was out of town when the assault happened. Um, this the the hush hush. There was a non-disclosure that they made her sign. Uh, listen, that's not how you, you don't, non-disclosures don't really help you when you're trying to cover up a crime. So the other Mm-hmm. deals with the police and the county attorney. Preston Lord passed away at the end of October. We knew that at the end of December that they had seven names. Some Queen Creek. Some minors. Police, yeah. Uh, set some, some adults. adults. Yeah. That they've been sitting on. They refer those to the county attorney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they haven't they haven't arrested those individuals yet on this charge connected to Preston Lord. So do do they now have to act? This is the question that you brought up earlier. Of, yeah, hey, is now hand, the time right? to act? Yeah. Uh, okay, so me as a public guy. Because we're PR now, guy, what, like six weeks after that point where we knew that they so had hard. these seven names. So as a PR guy, they should have acted a long time ago, right? Okay. But now the cat's out of the bag. I'm just kind of wondering what they're waiting for. And I've been racking my mind, what in the world are they waiting for? And are they crossing their I's and dotting their T's and all this other stuff? Uh, they're trying I think to make some sure. some of that is going on. Yeah, but again, so far they've had as much time to review the referrals as it took to write the referrals in the first place. What about the criminal streaking investigation? Could they be waiting for that? So that now you don't just have seven names, now you have, I mean, Elena and Robert have told us up to 40 Alleged goons. And then arrest everybody all at once. Mm-hmm. To me, that's the most plausible explanation. So are you waiting for that? That they're waiting in order to drop some RICO charges on, on things. That this would or be to a say, you know what, there's not a criminal streaking here. We're just going to get those seven on this. That, to me, seems like the most plausible reason that they'd be holding off. All right. A couple more reasons that we might want to believe the whistleblower. I'll give you those in just a few moments. And you're probably thinking about how dumb these people are that are trying to cover up crimes for their friends. We have taken it upon ourselves to develop some cover-up 101 advice that we will share with you next on The Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. It's The Chris and Joe Show. Chris Merrill, Joe Heisinga, Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News, talking about this uh, cover-up. East Valley, Gilbert Goons, the Preston Lord murder case, and now you have an executive assistant uh, to a... CEO Consulting Media Mixed Martial Arts Firm. Can I say that? Is that is that everybody all all encompassed into one? Well, if you say it, I find that you in particular do it best if you add the uh, the <laughs> the karate move. 
Anybody that's watching at KTIR.com right now sees. Don't mess with this guy. The ear at least like a, a fourth degree green belt. I don't know if that's good or bad. To the nth degree is what I am. Mm-hmm. So she talks to the Arizona Republic, talks with Robert Anglin and... It's whistleblower Ashley Reynolds. Right. And then uh, uh, Elena Santa Cruz, who have been on the Gilbert Goons thing from the very beginning. And she says, listen, her bosses were part of trying, part of this uh, conspiracy to hide um, uh, one of her boss's kids who may have had something to do with Preston Lord's death. Trying to hide him, take him to a cabin in Sholo. So let me ask you a stupid question. Is that illegal? That is a stupid question, Joe. Uh huh. Glad you asked that. Yeah. Yes, it is. So yeah. if the cops didn't come looking for him, it's illegal to, you know, take a kid out of the city and take him up to a cabin? If they can show that they did so in an effort to conceal criminal activity, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Not illegal to take your kid to a cabin in Sholo for a week. Mm hmm. Totally legal. But if your kid did something illegal and you and took him out of the city. So that his injuries can heal, which is what she alleges. Yeah. And she backdated some some digital records as well to show that he was out of the office on the date of Preston Lord's murder. And you can go back and you can backdate uh, uh, things. You can change your calendar stuff. There might be lots of legitimate reasons to and do that. And she's alleging that he... Instructed her to Told do her so. To do that. Not only and Travis Renner, who was the illegal. one, right? Yeah. Not only Travis Renner, who she claims is trying to hide his son, but also Adam Kiefer, who is the business partner told her to do that. So, as far as I understand, Kiefer had nothing to do with anything until he wanted to help his buddy out. So, if you're Travis Renner in this case, Chris, you're the dad in the sure. room right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? How do you man? How do you do this? You're screwed. legally. You stop the bleeding. The first thing you do. To me, it's get an attorney. First thing you do is get an attorney. You and you listen, listen to them. You take your son and you isolate your your child. If your child is allegedly involved, isn't that what in he did? Like he this, took him out of town. Sure, but you don't want to hide it, right? And that and this, she's alleging that they conspired to hide him. Even if you wanted to get him out of town to say, I don't want him talking to anybody. I took him to Sholo where there's no cell reception, mm-hmm. right? Like that's plausible. I might believe that. So what would that charge be then? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure that there's some some kind of conspiracy. Evading. Well, the fact that he talked with somebody else about doing this makes it a conspiracy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's a big problem going on here. Which, listen. Had these guys not even brought it to the attention of the reporters, I don't think we'd even be talking about it. But I, I kind of wondered from her standpoint, why would you why would you talk about this in the first place? Why would you blow the whistle on this? She's got a lot at stake here, right? And it sounds like, according Single to her story. mom with five kids. I mean, you've got right. five little ones to provide for. Her story is basically that her bosses are trying, they're, they're, they're making up crimes that they're accusing her of. In order to ruin her credibility in the first place. I'm guessing that's illegal, too. If it's true, it would be illegal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's what she said uh, when discussing that. Inside, that. For one, I didn't even get an opportunity to choose whether I wanted to be involved in this. I was just expected to be involved in this. And- yeah, she claims she's at work, and they're like, hey, Ashley, we need this done. We need that done. We need this done. Oh, and don't say anything. But sign this non-disclosure agreement that you won't say anything. Right. It hurt me a lot. Um, we had employees coming to me asking me. It was very traumatizing knowing that somebody had passed away at the hands of and that they were going to, you know, support him and, and 
not turn him in and not talk. Um, I have boys of my own, they're younger, but I could imagine being a mom, losing a son, and having people out there knowing what happened and not coming forward. If you had to tell the Lord family anything, what would you say today? I'm so sorry this happened to Preston. Um, you know, as a mother in a Gilbert local, I couldn't imagine the hurt you're going through. Oh. And I lost all too well myself. I've lost my family and my sister and my mom and dad. Could imagine losing a child. I have children in my hair myself, and they are my heartbeats. They're my livelihood. And I am I'm doing everything I can to make sure that, that my truth gets to the right people, that something can finally be done, steps can finally be taken, and justice can finally be served. Pretty powerful stuff, Joe. Mm-hmm. But it got me thinking. There are so many people who panic, and that's what this comes down to. You said, as a father, what would I do? I, I would lawyer up. I would make sure that my son wasn't talking to anybody. And I, I think I would try to. And again, I'm I'm not in the situation, so my mind is clearer. Mm-hmm. I would try to breathe deeply and understand we're not getting out of this. Right. And Mm -hmm. anything we do that is to try to get out of it will make it worse. It's not like the movies where there's some some twist of fate that makes it so that we can get away with things in the end. Which brings me to lessons on how to not cover up a crime. Don't bring other people in. Did that. Don't ask other people to cover for you. Did that. You have to assume that you're actually dumber than you think you are. No, they thought they were pretty smart. Less is more. No, Keep they, your mouth shut. They try to do a lot. And non-disclosures are not what you think they are. They are not enforceable when you're trying to cover up crimes. Well, there was an NDA here, too. Ugh. All right, in the next hour, the last two presidents of the United States headed to the southern border, but not our southern border. You're going to find out why. That's next in the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News.